Welcome to Settlers of Catan Even, where we talk about conspiracy theories, current events, and whatever else pops into our minds, all while playing one of our favorite games, Catan. I'm Katie, and I will be the moderator for this week. Today, our players are Megan, Ben, CJ, and Jasmine. Today, we are playing the Heading uh, heading for New Shores board. Same rules uh, apply from last episode, however... If you forgot or are new, you can check down in the show notes for a brief explanation. I think the only difference in this board is that you gain two additional victory points when you land on a new island. Um, and then how many victory points do we need or do you need? I'm not playing. 14. 14. 14 victory points to win. All right. And I don't know if anyone's getting a kick timer this week. I think last week... Was it Jasmine? Jasmine got one last week. It was Jasmine. Yeah. Last week it was Jasmine. But, but it's last okay week I was having she was trouble, able to but astral I think... project. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I made up for it. <laughs> Good. You were, you're able to uh, contribute to the show more by yeah. experiencing mm-hmm. that for us. I'm glad you got to experience that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's see what the board looks like. Well, the board's not too bad, um, and Jasmine gets to place the f- go first, Ooh, and I sad. get to go last. Ooh, lucky you! What's been going on since we we last talked? Anything fun? Mm. Anything new? You want to kill cats? <laughs> no, no, I have not. My terrible, to kill cats. my terrible upstairs neighbors moved out. Ooh, that's Ooh. exciting! Ooh, that's mm-hmm. very nice. I don't think we've done anything exciting. No. Oh, our landlord's mom came to our house today. Who? Why? Oh, why? yeah. Tell us that story. Ha- oh, no, it's not. Really it's not a fun. Story. We just had to renew our lease, and so he sent it with her to bring down to us. We considered asking the complex though if we could move to the unit above us, so that no one will live above us. That is but... a fair question. <laughs> I don't. I nice. don't know. But then I don't know if I really want to carry all of this stuff up a flight of stairs. I couldn't, I don't think I could live in an apartment again with people above me. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone is so quiet tonight. We're picking our pieces. I'm drinking coffee at six. Yeah, I was really trying to figure out just where I wanted to put my pieces. That's fair. What kind of coffee are you drinking? Um, so this morning I made a pot of the HEB cinnamon hazelnut. Mm. We got um, new coffee beans. It was vanilla almond. So we'll see what that tastes like. We haven't tried it yet. We'll let you know. Hopefully like vanilla and almonds. Hopefully. It's H-E-B brand. So if you don't live in Texas, you don't have H-E-B and you are missing out, I'm really sorry. So. <laughs> I mean, there are even people in Texas that don't have H-E-B. I didn't experience it until I came to college because Dallas doesn't have H-E-B. That Wait. is true. They are really a southern Texas thing. Wait, Dallas mm. doesn't have H-E-B? No, the farthest north you can go and still have an H-E-B is the north side of Waco. As soon as you leave Waco, oh there's God. no more H-E-B. No, But there are still central That's markets. So yeah, wild. Yeah, huh. there are central markets in North Texas. And so uh, periodically there'll be like a really exciting thing. It's like, oh, H-E-B bought land and the DFW area. Is H-E-B finally going to expand? And then, no, it's just central market. <laughs> so what grocery store did, did y'all go to growing up? Not that anyone cares, but for some reason I do. 
I'm, well, that was kind of interesting. So in our old house, we lived down the street from a grocery store called Minyards. Megan, do you have So we'd what? go to Minyards. Sorry. No. Okay. Um, and then right next to our church was a Kroger. So sometimes we'd go to Kroger. And if we wanted to be really fancy, we would go to Tom Thumb. Um, and then we moved. We were still in the same city, but like opposite side of the city. So we didn't go to Minyards anymore. Um, so we would go down to the Walmart neighborhood market. And let me tell you, as somebody who's now lived with HEB, Walmart carries trash produce. And (laughs) so to get good produce, we would have to go to Target, the super Target. So my parents still like blend a grocery shop between the neighborhood Walmart and Target. I love Target. I miss Target. I haven't been inside a Target since I think February. We I think that's the same for me. I think we went last month to go, but we only went to go get something very specific. We didn't walk around and enjoy Target. We literally like walked in, got what we needed, and left. I don't, I don't know what we went there for. You can't really enjoy Target at this point mm-hmm. in time anyway, just because yeah. you're like, ah, I don't want to get COVID and die. If you can't just openly walk around Target drinking a Starbucks coffee, then what's even the point of going? There is no point. It's just absolutely no point. Ooh, who do I want to throw this on? Hmm. And so it begins. Who has a little number? Mm. Oh, I thought you meant victory points. I'm like, what? you all have two. You all no. have little numbers. <laughs> no. Megan has two 11s. I'm trying to think of what would be less problematic to put it on. Or you on. could put it on that two. Uh, Oh wait, you're not the one. Yeah, two is say... for me. Never mind. Or you could put, put it, it over here on that twelve. Or on that twelve. Oh. 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 Or on, the on me. Well, That's fine. I, I wanted a card from somebody, so it's... yeah, that makes Sorry. sense. Uh, or you could have put it mean. down there where that ship was and put the, the pirate well, ship there. And it's then too late now. I mean, it is too late now. You're not wrong. So <laughs> never mind. Um. <laughs> anyway, there are no undoes in this baton. No. I no. didn't think that was a thing. Well, well, heck. I'm going to get one of these, which I never do. Those are good cards. They are. They you know, they can make you win now. at the very last second, like I did last time. I guess. Yeah, but no, the two times that we've recorded and I've gotten development cards, I think, are the only times I've ever picked development cards in Catan. Megan and I have both played before where we have earned, I think, like three victory point cards just from development cards. So it takes everyone yep. by surprise. Maybe that's what you got. Who knows? We'll see if you play it next time. I don't know. So before we get completely started and while Ben is making the wonderful juice of life that is coffee, um, I just wanted to say thanks to our patrons so far. We have KVGRN and Cynthia, who are two who are our two patrons. Yay, Ooh, we really appreciate thank you. Them. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. I might as well talk about the perks now, and then I don't yeah, have to do tell it later. Us about the perks. Um, so there are four tiers with our Patreon. If you really care about us and really want to show us some support, um, that all of the tiers get you access into our Discord, where we record our shows live, and you know, I guess we can or we do talk and hang out and stuff in there. Um, so if you ever wanted to chat with us, that would be a way. Um, you get a shout out in the podcast like we just did and credits in the YouTube video. 
And then also after the podcast, we chit chat about the next episode and more, um, which we release to the supporters that choose the Captain Knight or Settlers tiers. Um, the Captain and Knights also get to tune in live on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Again, thanks to our patrons so much. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash Pod and become at least a settler to it's hear great. the we after talk show. about really exciting things in the after show. So you really should listen. It's quite entertaining, if I must say so myself. And uh, so since Ben has already told us what he's drinking, what is everybody else drinking today? If I have a um, birthday cake milkshake from P. Terry's. So Which like is delicious. Yes. I mean, it's so really good. just with like vanilla. Um, it's a vanilla shake with some sprinkles in it, but it's good. But it tastes so delicious. Well, I don't I don't have anything that fun. I'm just drinking water tonight. Stay hydrated. Ooh. Water's good for you. What did I miss? Katie and I are drinking Starbucks. You missed Starbucks. So good. <laughs> Yum. I think I have a free drink, but yeah. I'll probably wait to get mine. Well, the Starbucks that we've been trying to go to, which is close closest to our house, has been, they've had that sign in their drive-thru the last two times saying that we're temporarily closed today, but not today. So we actually got to drive through Starbucks. Ooh, we were excited. That's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm part of a lot of different like teacher groups. Um just to get ideas and because people post funny things because no one really understands the life of a teacher, I guess, unless you are one sometimes. Um, so I, they, someone just posted a picture and it says, I got kicked out of the flat earth group for asking if this six feet social distance rule pushed anyone over the edge yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I just thought it was really like fitting since, you know. We, hopefully some of our listeners have already listened to that episode. And uh, anyway, I just thought it was funny. And I was like, on a teacher group of all things. Huh. Okay. That's great. That, that was a good one. Awesome. So what is our topic today? <gasps> I'm so excited. Is it going to be complicated? Punny. Today, we are talking about Avril Lavigne. I love Avril. This same. Are y'all all Avril fans or like, do you know her? Um, yeah. yeah, I remember her music from my youth. You, your youth? Like right you now? You are still youthful. So I actually got <laughs> to go see her concert. the lead singer of Maroon 5? Shut up. <laughs> Megan, tell us about Avril. <laughs> oh, it was, I mean, she was great. I was in seventh grade, so it was a while ago that it happened, but it was fun prime avril time it was the best damn thing tour so the cd with the girlfriend song on it i love avril lavigne she's like a goddess like she's perfect in every way she is pretty wonderful she might be the best damn thing she is <laughs> <laughs> i forgot so like i listened to avril when she first was like popular in the early 2000s and it just was so perfect or, you know, my middle school pop punk phase that I went same. through as and I'm assuming most people here. Did y'all did y'all go through that same phase? I don't know very many people oh, that yeah. didn't. No, I was super preppy and very much didn't have that phase. Yeah. I remember, you know, go like the bus ride going to school in middle school. Like all of us basically were listening to Avril. She inspired me when I was in middle school to paint my fingernails black. 
And I remember my <laughs> my father saw and he like flipped out and he thought I was like worshiping Satan or something. And like, I don't know. He was really mad, really mad about the black fingernail polish. So mm. sounds about right. I've gotten gotten that same treatment just for having some red highlights in my hair. Wait, nobody told me that while I was making coffee that the robber got moved on to me. I didn't realize that happened. No, ben, yeah, that, that happened, happened way when before. you were sitting in your chair after you got yeah. coffee. I don't believe yeah. that. I remember seeing it. Had I been drinking coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you know. Did you add something to your coffee that we're not aware of? No, I don't have anything spicy. Also, I don't don't think we've rolled any threes, so you're fine. Ben, did you also have a, like, pop punk phase or were you, like... But I I don't... I mean, did you? I, I wasn't so much pop punk as I was more into... Yeah, I loved like Panic of the Disco and um, Evanescence, but I was really into things like System of a Down and My Chemical Romance. Mm, um, yeah. Stuff that I would not look like I was into. <laughs> Avril was on the the light side of things. Uh-huh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I was super edgy. Ooh. I was not. I listened to Avril and um, I really liked Blink 182 and Simple Plan. Um, like obsessed with a simple plan. I think I was in high that school when name, I right? listened to like Avril yes. and Simple Plan and stuff like that. Oh, because it was vintage by then, <laughs> right? Yeah, because you <laughs> were still in the womb, right? <laughs> okay, so I didn't get into Avril and Panic and all those fun things until like 2006, 2007. Well, you were late to the party. I mean, that was my middle school time. Again, you were late to the parties. Or- I mean, a little yeah, bit. Again, I got into Avril with the with the girlfriend album. No, we were just talking about this. It wasn't the girlfriend album because it was whenever she had a, like Skater Boy was out because you know MTV back then still played music videos in the morning. So that's what I would watch to get ready for shows. That was some what? good music times television too. I know music? that's crazy. What an era to be a part of. <laughs> It really was, and I what remember also it was the best time. like rushing home from school so I could watch uh, TRL live. Yes, I always or wanted to. TRL. <laughs> I I always wanted to go and be the pe- like the outside and like screaming and yes. waving and holding a poster, yes. but you know, Me it never too. happened. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I was in high school, I'd rush home to watch the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Jasmine has five <laughs> victory points. Yikes. Well, we better mm. start talking about Avril so that we have enough time because she's so important that like we're going to have to talk about her forever. I My love of Avril has really come back like since do, like learning about this to do this show. Oh. I missed her. There's this ridiculous theory about her life and um, things that have happened that I did not know about until I read about this. Apparently, Bed kind of knew about this, I think, but I didn't. Um, oh, yeah. So, and maybe it's just because I'm not in with pop culture as much anymore, but I don't know. Um, there is a theory that emerged that Avril Lavigne died in 2003, and she's been replaced by an actor who has been portraying her ever since. So a little background um, on Avril Lavigne because she's an interesting person and I I felt like y'all should know who she is in case you don't. She is a French-Canadian singer-songwriter and her she was very musical in her early life growing up. Um, Her family is very supportive, especially her dad. She 
sang a bunch. Um, she played multiple instruments. Her dad actually transformed their basement into a studio for her to practice. So she's just she's always been around music. Music's been her thing. This has nothing to do with music or this theory, but I had to say it because it's important to me. She played hockey because she's from Canada and everyone in Canada plays hockey. And I love ice hockey. And I have slowly brought Megan over to the dark side. And I also love ice hockey now. I do. It's fun to watch. Yeah. So I get excited when I read that someone plays hockey or they like it because I'm such an anomaly down here in Texas. When she was young, she would like... She was always playing, um, as most, I guess, Canadian kids do. Um, and by the time she was 10, she was actually in a boys' league, which, like, that's so Avril. It totally looks like she would do that. She would. And yes. she did. She did. But by the time she was in high school, she was like, I got to, like, focus on my music because that's really what she wanted to do with her life. Um, anyway, um, she started singing country music and she did a bunch of like country covers when she was younger i know yeah that i did not know about her now you do interesting i feel like a lot of of like pop stars or singers like either start in christian rock or in country i don't know why but i feel like that is the trend nowadays well she started in country and she did country covers and then um she won a radio contest. I actually I saw the years 98 and 99, so maybe she won the contest in 98 and then did the performance in 99. Um, but she won a contest where she got to perform with Shania Twain, singing one of Shania's songs, which was really cool because it's Avril. Let's go, girls. Um, she was discovered by her first manager while she was actually singing country covers at a bookstore in Ontario. So wow. Like, huh. huh. And then she was signed by, I think it's, I don't know how to say it, if it's Arista or Arista Records. Ben, you always correct me. I don't actually know on this one. Okay. Well, she was signed by um, them in. But I'll Google it. Okay. In 2004, two albums. And then she debuted her first album, Let Go, in 2002. She was only 18 at the time. Keep in mind, she was really young. And it was the pop punk style. And it was just like her whole persona. And it was just it was just her. And if you've never seen a picture of Avril Lavigne when her first album came out, or if you were not into it in the early 2000s, like some of us were here at this virtual table, then you should go look her up. Like she's just like the epitome of like punk, early 2000s punk. She just is. Or if your podcast player supports it, there will be a picture of her right now. Yeah. Arista Records. Arista. Arista Records. Arista. Oh. Arista Records. So she was considered a key musician in the pop punk world um, of the early 2000s. And she basically paved the way for other female pop punk artists. Like she was the big one, but then others were able to come out and like, I guess, be them and do their thing. And now she has six studio albums, and the most recent one actually dropped in February 2019. I don't know if she got to do a tour with it because of the pandemic stuff. I don't know. So, that's Avril. That's kind of a little bit about her past, why she's a queen. But now, we're going to talk about uh, the birth of this conspiracy theory and where it came from and everything that goes into it. So, in 2011... 
um, a Brazilian fan page started this rumor that basically she had died. I think it's important to say that this entire page is in Portuguese, but Google Translate does work. And I, I was able to actually find the page and I linked it in the notes as well. And you can translate it. Um, so I did translate it into English to read some of it. But it started gaining traction in the conspiracy theory world. They claimed that Levine was found dead in her home in 2003. Supposedly, she committed suicide, and she was replaced by her body double named Melissa Vandella. So their story is that basically the fame and stress of her music career and then just being in the spotlight all the time like started to get to her. So her team hired a body double to distract the paparazzi and to go out and do you know photo shoots or things or just whatever that they needed things done and the you know in the public eye um so she didn't always have to do it supposedly she this um actress even would walk the red carpet for her let me toss in a tidbit here because i was curious as to when 2003 occurred in her discography um it would be in between let go and under my skin so in between so I guess after Skater Boy. Yeah. And we'll kind of talk about that second album a little bit Um, because her first album came out in 2002. And then I think the second one came out in 2004, I think. Yeah. 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 So that's who this Melissa person is. Um, Supposedly, the two became very good friends. And there's actually even a picture. And this is this is also going to be somewhere for you to see where she has the name Melissa written on her hand which is weird. I don't know why she had Melissa written on her hand. Do y'all know? I no, don't. I have no idea. Well, there's a photo going around the interwebs and it shows her like with her fist out with Melissa on her hand. So I don't know. Um, anyway, so while working on her second album, um, her grandfather died and this loss put a lot of stress um, on her and she really was grieving hard um, over the loss of her grandfather. These conspiracy theorists say that this basically pushed her to her breaking point and she spiraled into a deep depression and then ultimately took her own life and that her grandfather's passing kind of like set it off, I guess. that That's the main theory um, of when she died or how she died. There are, there are some other theories about her death. Um, that say that she died in a snowboarding accident and then she was replaced by Melissa. And then there's actually one theory that says she's still alive and just living her best life away from the public eye. And this Melissa body double is still continuing to portray Avril Lavigne. But yeah, so that's the what the basic theory is. So they claim or this fan page claims they have proof of this Melissa person, but there is actually no solid evidence that this person exists, that this Melissa Vandela is really alive. Um, there's no confirmed, like, social media pages or anything. <laughs> there, I mean, I hate yeah. you. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> okay, so while you were talking, Jasmine got longest road from CJ, so now she has seven points. And then she offered to trade with me last time if we uh, wheat burst down, and I said yes. And then I rolled a seven, so I immediately put it on her because she's got the most points, and I got my wheat back. Good for you! Congrats! <laughs> Yay! I hope you're happy. 
Anyway, so this Melissa Vandela is not actually confirmed. Like, she's an actress. She doesn't have an IMDb page, which people say is really odd because if you've been in like one episode of Grey's Anatomy, you have an IMDb page. You know, like yeah, I probably have true. one. I didn't even know it. But Melissa does not. Anyway, so there's that Twitter handle the at Avril is dead. And the the issue with that, though, is that her name is spelled wrong. Um, the last name is spelled wrong. So people are like, you're not Melissa because your name is not spelled right. And you should know how to spell your own name. Also, like the handle at Avril is dead is just stupid. Anyway. Melissa, she has taken over as the new Avril, and she began dropping hints in the second album. <gasps> there goes all of that stone. I thought you were, like, <laughs> gasping to the what I just said, and I was like, it's not that exciting yet. No, no, I just no a seven. It, was, it was just seeing that, yeah, that, that Megan has 11 cards, and then a, a seven was rolled, and I just... But the stone really patted my hand, so I didn't have to get rid of anything important. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that good? Nice for you. So, Melissa, what about her? So, Melissa took over as Avril in 2003, and she began dropping hints in the second album as to what actually happened to Avril, to the Avril that we all know and love. So, she she leaked details in the record notes, lyrics, and some of the merchandise about Avril's passing. And there are some specific songs that have been quoted, uh, including Nobody's Home, Slipped Away, and un- um, Under My Skin, and My Happy Ending. So these theorists say that those songs, like if you were to go read the lyrics, that Melissa is just saying basically what happened to Avril and like how she, how it makes her feel and, and I guess the emotions and the things that she's been struggling with since Avril died. So 2004, her second album is released, Under My Skin was replete, was released, and that's when people started noticing more of a difference in Avril. Okay, I will say that I do remember noticing a change in her voice between her first and second album. I don't know if anyone else remembers that, but I do. With, with all of my middle school, junior high knowledge of music and singing, because, you know, I was in choir, so I knew everything, duh. I, I I remember hearing the difference, but at the time I was like, well, she probably just took voice lessons or whatever. It's like as she got popular, she got money for voice coaching. Well, <laughs> there's that. And then there's also just like, you know, her voice is still maturing. Like, like I've there are several female artists out there that their voices from just the strain of touring and growing and all of that, their voice just naturally changes. Right. And I mean, in my now- opinion. I mean, you're true. And now as a um, college educated musician, your voice does not fully mature until you are a grown adult. And remember, Avril was only 18 when her first album came out. Interesting. So people kind of noticed a change in her music. Um, They're like, she sounds a little bit different. Uh, And they pointed out some physical differences. There are a lot of before and after pictures floating around the internet where theorists point out changing her, like how her appearance changed. Um, They point out skin blemishes. Her nose was different. Her facial features started to change. Um, But again, like I don't look the same as I did when I was 18. I don't know about y'all. You might. I sure don't. I don't. I don't think I look the same as when I was 18. I mean, I think CJ probably looks the that same. That was like 100 years ago, so. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple no, of I wrinkles. think that we, we resemble our younger selves. We just look more adult-like now. 
more mature. Um, but there are actually several pictures like that they like try to like they circle like the difference and they point to it and they're like, look at this. Also, all those pictures are in Portuguese and there's no Google Translate for the pictures. So if you can read Portuguese, like have at it. But I couldn't. I just could like I saw where they were circled. I was like, I have, oh, a, I have a friend who speaks Portuguese, so maybe I will <laughs> I will reach out to them and uh, and you ask have a friend for that some... speaks yes. Portuguese. Yes, I do. That's cool. I don't know anyone that speaks Portuguese. Unless one of y'all do and you didn't tell no. us. No. I was trying to learn Portuguese, Portuguese, but I wasn't keeping up with Duolingo. I don't speak anything. I took like five years of French and I still don't even speak French, so. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I really need this pirate ship to go away. One, it's blow it up. Nice. To build ships. Blow it up. That's not how Catan works. Um, We don't have development cards that are called bombs. Although we've never gone through all of the development cards, so maybe there might be one. Yeah, but I don't think development cards, you don't get new development cards when you get expansions. So I don't think there would be. Okay. Back to Melissa. So um, they also point out in these pictures that there are different birthmarks. And that, I mean, I guess birthmarks don't change, but they claim that, and Melissa has birthmarks and Avril doesn't or vice versa. Um, one of the things I did think was kind of weird that her, Avril Levine's height has changed um, several times on various different Google searches. So it's not always the same. It, apparently it has changed over the years. I mean, it happens. My height also slightly changed one year. I mean... Well, when I like slouch over because of my terrible posture, my height changes too. But I think generally it's the same. Is it like drastic differences, like two or three inches different? Or it's like sometimes it's five, six, sometimes it's five, you know, six and a half or something, you know, so small like that. Okay. Well, everything I looked up was always the same, but um, they say that there's different like height change. That's what they say. That's what these theorists say that doesn't mean that I could find it because it's a theory and I did not start this theory and they even said that her handwriting changed over this period of time when they're transitioning between Avril and Melissa mm. okay but my handwriting changes like every hour like I if I'm writing like a page long thing like my handwriting will shift throughout that entire page I guess it could have been a drastic change that they were like this is not the this is not Avril's handwriting man maybe I don't know what her handwriting I feel looks like, like only so the people like in her small inner circle would know for sure if her handwriting had changed or not. Anyway, so I don't know. Again, that's just what they claim. I don't, I can't really prove any of that because that's just what they claim. And because their pictures are in Portuguese and I just don't speak Portuguese. I don't know. Um, The other big change that said that her style really changed drastically, that Avril would wear like, you know, punk clothes like in her first album and like it looked like she went to hot topic and like grabbed an outfit off the walls and that was what she wore right but when she transitioned to melissa melissa is definitely like more girly than avril and there's lots of pink and she started wearing dresses and skirts and things so it just it was just different it was a change in style i feel like like that that isn't a good like 
you know, supporting evidence because anybody's style can change. I'm not saying it is. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I just feel like that's not like that's not a good backup to say, oh, this is why it's Melissa. You know what I mean? I mean, and even if, if when her style like changed, it was still essence of pop punk type look. It wasn't like here is the sundress. It was like. Here is this dress that you still got at Hot Topic. Again, I'm not saying y'all are wrong. I'm just, this is just what these people, these conspiracy theorists say. I'm just relaying the information to you. I'm not saying that they are right or they are wrong or you are right. I'm, this is just what the interwebs told me, sir. Which is fair. I'm just saying, like, I'm yeah, just disputing I'm, just, I'm interwebs. also disputing that as supporting evidence. Good. As you should. We're just we're just having an active conversation on the topics at hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Saying yeah. right or wrong either way. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It just sounds like everybody's making things so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is a transformation of her physical person, and people also point out the transformation of her music. An argument has been made that her music has completely shifted to a more pop style. Um, and the original Avril music is just completely gone and we don't have it anymore. And that can be seen specifically in songs like Hello Kitty, uh, which we don't really talk about, <laughs> Girlfriend, and Here's to Never Growing Up. So, I mean, but people's... I don't know. Just look at Taylor Swift, I guess. Yeah, like original Panic of the Disco and new Panic of the Disco aren't the same Panic of the Disco. People can change their sound. Imagine if people tried that argument with Cher. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like Cher has sounded so different over time. And she's physically changed her appearance. Like the Cherry. Well, if you could turn back Tarot, you would see that Cher is completely different. So, I mean, why would it be any different for Avril Lavigne? Because it's Avril. Avril Lavigne and Cher are, I guess. Because Avril has to stay the same because, you know, it's Avril. What were you saying, CJ? I was just kind of saying along the same lines, like all of us, our styles and everything has changed over time. Like It's kind of a weird piece of evidence that they're presenting. Right. As for why she like disappeared, and now somebody's like doppelganging her. I mean, it's true. When I was in high school, I was singing um, Caro Mio Mio. How is it? <laughs> I can't even say. It. I was trying to be stupid. Caro Mio Ben and twenty four Italian songs and arias. When I was in high school, and now I'm singing Snail Snail. So you know, <laughs> there is a big shift in what we do. Anyway, you know. I, I really am going to look back on your snail snail years as the most formative in your musical career. <laughs> it was great. I love it. You know, I've actually played the game snail snail. I have. I've played it. I have to tell you all something and you won't appreciate it unless you've watched Lord of the Rings. And I told CJ oh. this the other day. Okay. So I was watching Lord of the Rings the other day. Um, the, I was about to say episode one. Um, the Fellowship of the Ring. And- <laughs> That's anyway, Star Wars. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, basically. And the part where the, the, they're trying to get into Rivendell and um, Arwen is trying to take Frodo th- over the river to get into Rivendell to like cure him. Um, <laughs> I know. It's, I forgot about this. And th- there's these evil like horse god creatures. Called the, yeah, the Nazgul. And they do this like, sh- I'm not going to do it on here because it's going to hurt your heads. But they... <laughs> 
And y'all have killed Okay, Katie. everyone, Katie has died. I Sorry for Rest everybody whose ears were just <laughs> splintered um, that is listening to this. CJ! What? Why did you have to put it on my week? Why did you have to put it on my sheep? I'm crying. Because that was a 12. <laughs> oh, and a 3 is better? Much better, I should say? It is one. It is. It is, because it's mine. There's your oh, look 12. at that. See, if, I hadn't moved it, if I hadn't moved it, I would have gotten my 12. I'm still crying from the Nazgul. <laughs> so let's go back to the Nazgul. Um, <laughs> now that I am sobbing. So I left the room for a second and I closed the door and I just let I've seen the Lord of the Rings like so many times i don't e- i i have like the whole script like memorized i know exactly what's going on all the time like down to like the timestamp in the second like that's i'm a nerd but there was a scene where the nazgul are trying to cross the river and i opened the door because i went to the bedroom i opened the door and cairo is sitting down right in front of the door and <laughs> So basically, Cairo. this. Go oh, go ahead, CJ. Okay, I don't know if you're going to make it through the story, but basically, when Katie opens the door, Cairo screams at the <laughs> same exact moment the Nazgul's scream as the river is crushing them. <laughs> and it's the same sound. And the sound that we made earlier—that is what Katie heard from both Cairo and the TV. My cat is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it was one of those, and the reason why it was so funny is because it scared me. Like, I was so startled at the same, because because it was, the and the TV was really loud because I forgot to turn it down because I forgot how loud the Nazgul were, and, like, Kyra was really loud, and I just, like, I lost, like, a whole 10 years off my life because of how much, I, like, how startled I was. Anyway. I don't know how we got on that. I don't know why we're talking about the Nazgul and Cairo. Dear God, I'm sorry. Anyway. Anyway, so Melissa. So Melissa. Um, there is one more proof of, um, or one more piece of evidence that they like to throw out there. So there is an interview at some point after the switch between Avril and Melissa. And it was also after the um, this conspiracy theory, uh, theory came out where the... They, Melissa supposedly was being interviewed and she was asked about if she was Avril's double and if Avril was dead and if she, is she really Avril or are you Melissa and supposedly she stumbled and she didn't couldn't really get like a clear answer out and she just became very nervous and uncomfortable and the website where I read this had a link to the video of the interview but the video is no longer available. There are many other interviews with Avril, but I don't think it was this specific one. They are interviews later on post like conspiracy theory where she was asked about it. And I watched some of the other interviews and like she doesn't look like she stumbled. So I'm assuming that video is no longer up or I just can't find it. I don't know. But or she's had years to practice now. And so now she doesn't stumble about it. Ooh, could also be very true. That could be true. Jasmine just took longest road with 13 roads. I did. CJ had it with nine. Yeah, she sure did. Yikes. Yeah, she like connected her starting settlement. So she's got the Jeez. board cut in half. Just Good job, Jasmine. Just in Sorry, case. Thanks, guys. Y'all are curious. Jasmine. No, it's fine. 
I came Jasmine kidding. has 13. Jasmine has 13 roads. CJ has nine. Megan has seven. And Ben has four. So Ben is doesn't have a lot of roads. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, hold on. I was going to say something about that uh, interview video that you just talked about. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen that video. You said it had you know, been taken down, whatever. She might be more comfortable being Avril at this point. Who knows? But I was going to say... If someone, if I were to be on an interview and someone were to ask me if I'm dead and a double and filling in and all these other questions, I think I would also be caught off guard and potentially stumble over my response and like not like to just think that the whole world thinks I'm literally dead when I'm like right here on TV. Like, uh, I don't know. It feels like a a weird also a, a weird piece of evidence to have but it is i don't know it's all weird like this is all weird evidence yeah like and this is why it's a conspiracy theory yeah no exactly and why, you know it is weird i mean i don't know though some of those like reptilian videos <laughs> of biden those are pretty convincing <laughs> but this interview could not be found so so not who knows convincing, i guess okay yeah um, there are other like really imagine Biden's running mate is just an alligator. <laughs> I was we'll pre- find out sometime next week. I was prepared for you to say his running mate was gonna be Avril, and I was gonna be so excited because she deserves that after the life she's lived and what she's had to put up with. But she uh, this anyway. is can she be vice president and be Canadian? Oh no, I, I don't mind. think so. I take at this back. point, who probably. <laughs> That's true. The rules don't matter anymore. So anyone can do anything. I think Cairo should be VP. Um, so the, some of the other outrageous theories that I read was uh, one. There's a rumor going around, and again, it's all over the internet. Um, that said, she that Melissa is actually a clone created by the government to distract what? the public from major conflicts in the world. So they made a clone of Avril to distract us. So they made a clone to distract us from what? From oh, from the bad things in the world, yeah, right? From major conflicts throughout the world, because okay. this one clone like could do that. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyra. Yeah, yeah, because that would totally distract us from like COVID right now. Like, I mean, there's no new music, so that's failing anyway. It's not, well, I was gonna not say, really like, right now. you know, as someone who has barely even heard of Avril's music, like when she first came out and supposedly did, uh, you know, this doppelganger switch like uh, so i think it's funny that she of all people would be what they you know who they decided to use as this distraction i mean if it was going to be like a popular person like a mm, like a singer or actor or someone i would i would think that right now they're clone would be have to be like taylor swift because she is still making music right now i mean i guess i kind of succeeded like for all of like 48 hours all i saw was taylor on my and social medias but it went away pretty quickly um there's another another theory um that says melissa is this is my favorite i hope this is true melissa is actually an android um or a robot that is meticulously yes. detailed and built specifically <laughs> to replace Avril by the music industry. I love that. I love that for I, Melissa. I wonder if it would be like the Black Mirror with the holograms. Like they had that hologram <laughs> concert stuff going on in the last season. Was it last season or was it the season before? I think that was the last season when it was Miley. Yeah. 
That was uh, this actually this whole time. This is exactly what it made me think of was the um, Black Mirror, Miley Cyrus, like clone With the doll and stuff. Yeah, that was a weird one. That's that's the theory. That's basically the theory. What do y'all think? Is Avril dead? I would say no, no but. I would say no as well. Everything. I would say yes, because there's no way she would have chosen to marry Nickelback if she'd been Avril for real. She's not married to him anymore. She. I know, but she was for a hot minute. I mean, we don't personally know Chad. Maybe <laughs> his name is Chad, but maybe he's a really good guy. I'm going to say he's not because she divorced him. Was this a a controversial opinion? A controversial opinion of mine (laughs) to say that she wouldn't have really married Nickelback? I mean... Okay, sorry. Well, he wrote Hello Kitty for so there's that. You know, I'm going to come out and say this, and people are probably going to not want to listen to us anymore after this, but I fully enjoyed Nickelback when I was in middle school. I liked his song, or I liked their songs. I'm not going to lie. I liked him. Okay? I liked him. Um, I... I will have to agree. I think Nickelback had some I good music. I only know that one with the picture or the photograph or whatever. Look right? at this photograph. It's a yeah, that one. That was one. the only one that I knew. <laughs> I can't tell you any other songs off the top of my head except for photograph, but I very vividly remember the whole music video for that one. But you really liked Nickelback, it but was- you can't remember any other song. If I heard other songs that were, po- well, okay, if they were popular... <laughs> I heard another so song. So you weren't a fan. You just listened to their singles. Yes. Gotcha. Because it was on the right. radio right. or on MTV or VH1 when they still played music. So, But you really liked put them. the rapper on the 10? Not me. Megan is picking on me now because I like them. It was Jasmine. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. I don't like them now. I don't even know what they do now. I don't actually listen to any well, music now. I was going to say, I, so. I don't... I feel like I can't believe... The, you know, Melissa is Avril theory because it, it just, of all people, why are you choosing her specifically? Why is the music industry doing this? Why is the government doing this to her only? Because I feel like they would have had to, you know, chosen a few people throughout, you know, the last 20 years to do this to, to keep up the ruse of distracting us from whatever else is happening you know here's the deal avril lavigne is not the only person who is like in pop culture that has a conspiracy like this there are many many like celebrities i guess who have conspiracies like yeah this. didn't they oh didn't they say that they replaced michael jackson like a lot of people have been replaced supposedly so well this yeah. is this like, is the first theory i've ever heard of to be honest, I haven't heard of them either mm. until right now. Yeah. Like, until we started researching. Like, it was just something I just kind of, like, don't listen to. I mean, also, I hadn't heard of, really heard of Project Pegasus outside of Marvel. And I also hadn't heard, what else have we done? Oh, the Denver airport stuff I hadn't heard of. And, like, I slightly knew of Lizard People, but not to the extent that I do now. <laughs> I mean, and I think. I feel like a weirdo because I'm the only one who knew about these things. Well, I've known about some of them. Um, I, but I think that's all. Well, I knew about Flat Earth because I'm the one that was like, let's do this one for the first time. I think Flat Earth is also Flat, like a, pretty a pretty common, common conspiracy yeah. theory to hear about. Like, I mean, that's also what people believed in back in the day. Like, that, that was what the deal was. That's the theory. That's what came out. This Brazilian fan. And it really just started from this one Brazilian fan page. One page. One mm-hmm. person. 
Um, it started in Brazil and it really gained traction in Brazil. And then it slowly started leaking out around the world. Um, so this theory comes and goes every couple of years. Like every few years, it kind of comes back and it shows its little face and then it goes back into hiding. Um, so the, the Brazilian fan page, though, um, it was a page. The page creator later came out saying that he made it all up. It's all a hoax. He made it up. Um it was an experiment to prove um, how with the right evidence, you can, and I say evidence in quotes because evidence, you can make people believe anything they see on the internet, which I don't think he's wrong. Um, right. Um, so anyway, um, this, this, present, this guy this, who made this page, he said Avril's alive and there is no body double. He literally made every part of this story up. Um and so he said that, like he has come out and straight up said that, but it's this theory still comes up. Um, in 2015, a BuzzFeed reporter, um, his name is Ryan Broderick. He actually heard this while he was in Brazil doing whatever he was doing. Um, he heard the hoax or he heard, you know, he heard the theory and he tweeted about it and he, he thought it, he was tweeting, making it like a joke. Um, but he says that because he tweeted about it, he feels like he really brought it to life again and he the popularity of it spread in the United States. So prior to this, it was really like it was a Brazilian thing. Um, but he he claimed that maybe his tweet was one of the reasons why it spread, you know, other yeah. places. Um, well, then, CJ coming CJ. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Good and job. he took my yes. largest army. Wow. Uh, it's This is a close this game. This is a cutthroat game here, guys. Yeah, yes. and it's going to last for a while, so we're going to have to vamp because um, it sounds like you're at the end of all of your information. Oh, it's 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 great. It's fine. Um, no, I you have other more. random facts about Avril we can throw in. Always. Um, and then, in, so in 2017, the Twitter that I told you all about earlier, the at Avril is dead, the fake Melissa, um, the person behind that Twitter account actually came out and apologized for starting rumors. And um, they eventually changed their name from Melissa Vandela to the game is over. So uh, there they I mean, people, people apologize. People are like, it's fake. We know it's fake. Um, but I think like, the problem is that people, even when like, these Twitter users and this this page creator came out and was like, no, I made it up. It's fake. Like there are still people that believe it. And it's just, it's bizarre. Um, now I will say that one thing that did happen is Avril did disappear for several years, um, around 2015. And I didn't know this about her. Um, and this is also, again, when one of the theories came back, right. When it was spreading again, because people were like, where is she? She's not, she's not out and about. We don't, she's not making music. Um, and the reason why she, she was gone out of the public eye for so many. I mean, she was gone for like two or three years. Um, it was because she was battling Lyme disease um, and her divorce mm. from Chad Kroger. That's his name, right? Kroger. Um, yeah. So no, his name's just Nickelback. Okay. Well, she was. <laughs> she had Lyme disease and she was divorcing Nickelback. So, um, oh. and this this time when she was like out of the public eye, also lined up with when that BuzzFeed reporter tweeted in 2015. Um, so people were like, well, you're right. She's not here. Something's amiss. But like, actually, she was just really sick. And it's unfortunate that people just assume like these crazy things when someone is just battling 
a disease and is really suffering because she like I read about her struggle like she really suffered so I'm glad that she's okay now because I would be sad if she wasn't here with us yeah so well I was gonna say not that the creator of that you know page couldn't be like hey I was just kidding you know what I mean but it's just like I feel like it's you don't hear people come out and say like, yo, this was just a giant prank. And so I feel like maybe, maybe there was some truth to it. And then he's like trying to backtrack because someone reached out to him and was like, yo, you're onto us. Can you just like not tell everyone the truth? You you know what I mean? (laughs) Or something like that. I mean, that could be part of it as well. I don't know. That could be true. I think that's the fun part about conspiracy theories is like, there's all of these like, what ifs? And you could say like, Okay, well, what if he, you know, it did happen and someone, you know, did what you said, Jasmine. Yeah. Um, But, like, really, in the end, I mean, I personally think what happened is, like, Avril just grew up. Like, she grew up. She yeah. changed her style of dress. She changed her music. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we all grow up. It's funny because you say she grew up, but one of her songs is Never Growing Up. <laughs> um. But, but yeah, I no, mean, I think it's also just like your interests change, your style changes. Like it's, it doesn't necessarily mean she is dead. I think it's more of like a nostalgic thing at this point. Like people still want her to be the same and they still want her music to be the same because it's, it's like, oh, it takes me back to like when I was doing this in this time of my life. And, you know, like, I really just think it, it's the fans that just keep propelling this because like ultimately I think that like some people would rather just say that she's dead and like then accept the fact that she's different and she's changing like the people that are really really into her stuff like don't want to accept like that she has changed or grown mm-hmm. up or like is an adult now and not 18 but yeah you're not right. wrong I mean that's just my that's my opinion um there's also like lots of issues with this conspiracy um timelines change like there, this the timeline of all this happening, like the years that I told you, that all changes. Like there's, and I even found like discrepancies in the years and and stuff. Um, I I tried to do my best at like nailing down one timeline and sticking to it, but there are um many different timelines, like with different dates and like years and days and months and stuff um it just doesn't nothing lines up it seems like between different websites like they're not consistent at all um and there's multiple theories like there's not just one theory about this like people have made up a bunch of them so it's just not consistent which is really typical with conspiracy theories i think especially the ones that have to do with like popular culture because popular culture is such a thing that like the average person cannot really identify with. I mean, like, we can't. We can sit here and say, like, we listen to this music and we watch these movies or this TV show. But, like, we... It's not us. I mean, I I don't really think that we understand, like... I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with this. But we always just need something to talk about. Like, we always want to talk about something. And I feel like celebrities are probably the easiest to do this to because they do have like their whole private life that no one is actually like able to know about unless you're inside their like inner circle. So like, I mean, I mean, I didn't know Avril had Lyme disease and neither did you. And I don't know when that became like public knowledge. 
but like I I'm sure her people that are, she's closest with are or do you know grammar? <laughs> yes, grammar. I mean, it, it's true and I, <laughs> I mean, we always want someone to talk about like and we always uh, like someone like a celebrity <laughs> or someone in like pop culture like they're they're more exciting than we are. Like to you know, if you think about like their lives, like it's more exciting to think about what they do than like what we're doing right now when we're all sitting on our couch watching The Office for the second time during the pandemic. Like, come on, like that's not exciting. That's us, by the way. That's Megan and I. That's what we're doing. Well, yeah, we just finished that, so we're not doing it anymore. Yikes. But anyway, that's that's the Avril theory. That's Avril, and she's dead, and Melissa, and all the things. She's not really dead though. I wish Avril Lavigne would listen to us. Wouldn't that be cool? I would say we could tag her in this. Yes. Get her to be on our list of sponsors that doesn't exist. After Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. I mean, she might on and this Mara one. And Do you think she would even want to? <laughs> oh, and, and Whataburger, because we talk about Whataburger and a lot H-E-B. We talk about H-E-B. That's true. But it's on the YouTube. So... <laughs> It's still there. Yeah. I would love it if Avril would listen to us, but I don't think she will. I don't think that this is probably her cup of tea. Well, that and she probably tries to to distance herself from this rumor or this conspiracy theory. So I don't believe in this conspiracy theory, but I do think it's interesting like that he did come like the guy who started it did come forward and say no, I made it all up, JK. But it also doesn't surprise me that everyone's like, no, you're wrong. You didn't make it up. Like, we're not going to listen to the guy who started it. Like, that just sounds like people today. I mean, it's true, mm-hmm. but we all, I mean, we have an issue listening to ever, anyone today. Anything at all. I mean, look at America right now. We yeah. are really struggling. We can't even listen to the CDC saying stay home, wear a mask. So <laughs> I wouldn't be su- I'm not surprised by people being like, "Look, you put out this theory, now you're you're backtracking and saying it's not true, and so now we just don't believe you. We believe your original statement." Yeah, and it's happening everywhere. So I- I'm not surprised by that. I mean, yeah, that goes for everything. Like we just want we just want to hear what we want to hear. Like if we don't like something like typically like as humans, I just feel like we don't want to listen. I did think it was weird that the one thing I, I thought was really weird from this conspiracy um, and maybe one of our listeners listeners will know and they'll be like, nah, this is why. But like, why was the name Melissa written on her hand in that photo shoot? That is the one weird thing. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Avril, let us know. Please tell us if you remember. I mean, that was a long time ago. That was over 10 years ago. Jasmine won. I won. Over. Oh my god. There were 28 whoop, whoop. sevens rolled. Y'all had a rough game. I'm so glad I wasn't Tw- playing. 28. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <sighs> All right. Our game of Catan has finally, finally wrapped up. So, Megan, do you want to go over the stats for us? Yeah. Um. So, we have the winner with Jasmine, who won with, of course, 14 points. 16 roads her and cj were technically tied for number of roads but i don't think but i think jasmine had longest road last i had longest road because that's how it works you have to have one plus one more to get longest road back so she got that one um and then cj 
and Ben were tied for second place there um, with 13 points. Uh, CJ had largest army during the game, though. Um, and then I got last with 10 points. I had three victory point cards at the end of it. So everyone else, I think, saw, like, I had seven points nice. throughout the thing. But I had 10. Um, and yeah, and like I said, we rolled 28 point and uh, 28 seven so that was fun i guess um the next highest number was eight with 22 the game yikes well congrats but no two. i think this is the first time that we've held true to like um eight is one of those uh numbers that you can roll frequently in the game according to um, settlers of Catan. Um, and I think this is the first time like we're actually, you know, kind of rolling true to that, that statistic. That's probably true. Well, with that being said, this was a long game. I think we should go ahead and wrap it up quickly and then head to the after show because I only have 45 minutes until um, my hockey team plays and it's time to go watch the playoffs. So, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Um, so everyone, thanks for listening. Make sure to like, heart, star, favorite, and leave us a review wherever you get your get this podcast or, you know, leave a comment on the YouTube, whatever, however you listen to us. Don't forget, you can also watch the game we just played on our YouTube page, Settlers of Catant Even. So now let's finally go around this virtual table and talk about where you can find us. Katie, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Katie11318. And Ben? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bfelt91 or on my website at benjaminfelt.com. And Ben is super wonderful and super duper talented and made our music for this podcast. So make sure to reach out to him if you need any music composed for you. Jasmine, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Snoop Jazzy Jazz and on Instagram at Princess Jasmine14. CJ, where can we find you at? You can find me on Instagram at ClevengerCJ. Ooh, and finally, you can find me at MeganWilson underscore on Twitter and the Instagrams. It's going to be linked in the show notes because my name is sometimes hard to spell. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll be back soon with more Catan and conversation. Bye. 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 Bye